We're going to bring y'all into our huddle. You are in the Warriors Huddle with me, Bram, no Marcus, or Maxine today. But I am fired up to announce that rejoining me after hell of long. I mean, hell of long, the host of the Morning Roast on 95.7 The Game. The lead on the Warriors pre- and post-game coverage. A Warriors fan who isn't sure if a signed KD shoe should really be a radio giveaway prize in the Bay, and a terrible Jenga player who ruined a media game match featuring Clay, Steph, CP3, and Kerr, Mr. Bonte Hill. What's going on, Bonte? Man, that was some introduction, man. That was next level. Hey, that was you. that was pretty good. It was almost better than, you know, having Max, you know, Maxim and uh, 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 Marcus around. Like, I mean, where are those guys at? I, I can't believe they missed that. I mean, don't you worry about it. I think we both know I'm pompous enough where I may call them and just read them that intro again. And we definitely know I'm going to play Marcus that you may or may not have forgotten his name 10 seconds ago. That fucking meant the world yeah, to me. Mar- nice yeah, I, I know. Mar- Marcus, I, I apologize, man. <laughs> I, I didn't know where to go with that. I was so blown away by the intro of Brams that I, I just blanked out for a second. I don't know blanked why out. you're so surprised by my competency. I give you an incredible intro every time you're on. <laughs> and I tell you what, I'm, you know, you're not going to distract me from this Jenga thing. All right. So, I mean, I, and I texted you about it and the world saw it, but you know, media day, they're always looking for some stupid through line for everybody. And one of the things they had was all the players coming in and taking one piece out. And then they had Bonte sucked in. And he's the guy who ruined the Jenga tower. So I got a compliment and then I have a question for you. Compliment. Dude, you are part of, you know, the, those media day videos are designed to show us all of our favorite characters, right? You know, like if I'm, if I'm a Warriors fan and I'm watching a, a YouTube video about media day from Golden State, I'm doing that to like see all, you know, see the staff and everybody that you were involved in that video, Monte. You should be so fucking proud of because you're now a part of that that cast of characters that we all want to see, man. Well, I, I, the way I look at it is whoever from NBC asked me to be in that video ruined a perfectly good video. <laughs> I mean, the stock value and the like count, like if you take me out of that video, it for sure goes viral. It gets over 3 million views. It's plastered all over the internet. But since this clown at the end decided to ruin a great game of Jenga, the view count went down. The, the the amount of eyeballs that have actually laid out, uh, laid their eyes on that video, it's done. It's a wrap. I mean, it was a terrible decision and a poor use of social media, man. I, I got to say. I mean, almost as bad of a decision as the piece that you decided to pull out of that tower. But here's my follow-up <laughs> question for you, all right? And I, and I want a real answer to this. If, if you uh-huh. sat down with Steph, CP3, and Kurt, they come to the house, right? And right. you can play any game with them that you want. So not not playing hoop, not something physical. You can sit down and play a game with them. Is there any game you think you could beat them in? You know, do you have something like, I'll give you a, a oh, sense of I'll it. smoke them in Monopoly. Are you kidding okay, me? Boom, that's and, what I'm asking. That's exactly right. Connect so, four, but, connect four. I've got this move to connect four that has worked since I've been in the third grade. It's worked. Since I was eight years old, I do this move at least once or twice on somebody, and I'm like, "Holy smokes!" It's still, I, I, it's, it's next level. It's been working for how many years is that? It's been working for over thirty years. Can you believe that? I, so for sure, connect four. I got yeah, them in I, my in my pocket. I 100% can believe that. I'll, I'll let you know that I'm a legendary tic tac toe player, but I'm also okay. pretty incredible at connect four. 
I mean, I've got an eight-year-old dude, so I've been playing a lot of Connect Four recently. I don't really, think, yeah. we don't necessarily wow. have to chase this down. No, but know that well, I. Well, we might have to. This is okay, a battle. Let's go. Know I, that I, I will take out. I want, I want like a. I will. I want a Connect Four tournament and one free double rainbow ice cream. I'll never forget going to double rainbow to redeem my ice cream for being a Connect Four chat. Were you like twenty-five years old or something? How long did you play Connect yeah. Four for? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean mentally. I mean, I don't even know if I'm 25 mentally yet. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm pushing 50 here. So, uh, no. <laughs> no, I, I think I got him a connect for a monopoly. Seriously. Know this, that at some point in our life, I will surprise you with a Connect Four game, and I will die. I know you will, and I know, and I, I will destroy will. You, the ridiculous you, third grade move you have. I'm ready for it, and I will destroy it. See, now I already know what's happening. While this podcast is recording, Brim is literally on Amazon Prime now ordering a Connect Four set, a travel <laughs> Connect Four set, and he's going to have it in his pocket just in case he runs into me downtown somewhere. I'm telling you, that's what's happening right now. There's. I guarantee it. I mean, I feel like you're reading my diary, and I am one of the only strangest people who would be capable of like, oh, great to see you. Also, here's my pocket connect four. You know, let's let's get a game going. And uh, Bonte, I got a ton of warrior stuff, obviously, for you. Right. But we've got a weird rule for today, and here it is, all right? So the last time you and I saw each other, you may remember this, we talked about maybe I would come on to the morning roast. And what you very nicely explained was like, look, dude, my producers are worried. They've listened, they're aware, and you drop F-bomb after F-bomb after F-bomb. It can't happen. So today, Bonte, no swearing. I'm telling you, we uh, are going to no get swearing. from point A to point B without a no single four-letter bomb. And I with like that, that. it's going to happen. Don't you worry about that. If I got through the Connect Four thing without telling you to F yourself, I feel very strong. And before we get to our golden questions, take us through our glass half full, man. So you'll remember this. We look back at recent mm -hmm. Warriors Hoop. We give us something you either like or don't like. So look at the preseason. What do you got, man? What's sticking out? Well, obviously, Jonathan Kaminga, right? That's the one thing without knowing what the rotations will look like, without knowing who's going to get said minutes or who's going to start, who's going to finish. I think Jonathan Kaminga coming out, being this aggressive, getting to the free throw line, rebounding a bit, running the floor. That's a big that, – that's a very encouraging sign for him. He took a summer seriously. Uh, for whatever was said last year or what happened last year, it's done. You move on from it. And yep. he's still here. He's still part of this basketball team. And he could become a very key member in a deep, deep postseason run for this organization. So uh, right off the top, Jonathan Kaminga, how can you not be impressed with his activity? Um, it seems like he's having fun out there. He's embracing the role. Uh, and, and hopefully Kerr gives him a chance to play through some mistakes early on because they'll happen. You know, he's still – three you know in his third year of the league so um um i i think jonathan kamiga has been that one right there has been a big time bright spot also the fit of dario sarge um a lot of warrior fans want a sarge i was one of them uh because you know he's physical he can step out and hit the three he just needs to know how to play the game right passing cut motion screening all that stuff that element that they really missed last year and I, i'm not going to say it was because of Jamichael green or whatnot but that's what they were looking for sure. um in Jamichael Green, to be that guy who could screen, pop out, hit the three, go down low, maybe bang a couple times and play some defense. So, look, Sarge is going to have his moments. I think that fit, it looks like a perfect fit for that second unit coming off the bench. Uh, Chris Paul's TBD. I know everybody's worried about that, but 
let's see when Draymond gets back or if Kerr actually goes to start with him and what it looks like. Uh, I'm going to wait on that. I'm going to wait on the fit. Everything I'm hearing about Chris Paul is great, uh, but I'm going to wait on the fit here. And so uh, also, last but not least, Bram, I know I'm long-winded here, but Andrew Wiggins. Two-way Wiggs looks like a guy, if he plays 75 games, the Warriors will be in good shape heading into the postseason. I think people forget how much they missed him last season. They forget how much that guy uh, came on the scene during that postseason run in 22, uh, 2022 and just ascended to another level defensively, offensively, an all-star. Uh, what he did against Luka, I mean, the list goes on and on and on with Andrew Wiggins. So uh, that's another great, great sign. I think we forget how good he was during that championship run and how good of a fit he is with this basketball team, Brad. I mean, you couldn't leave me anything, Bonte. Every time I let you I'm go sorry, first, man. I'm, I'm, you just take I'm, them all off the table. Up, no, it's okay. I'm ready for you. I'm I've been looking forward to the Warriors. Hold on. Hey, listen, I've been holding back all this Warriors talk with the Giants stuff and the Niners on the morning roads. I've been waiting to talk to Doug, baby. You know me. Let's go, baby. I love the home over there's almost here. Love I'm, for I'm, it. I'm ready to roll, man. Let's go. It's exactly what I wanted. And so I'll, I'll do a little bit of cleanup with some of the points yep. you just brought up, and then I'll give you a new one. Uh, JK, yep. yep. Love it. We got some questions about him coming up. And one of the things I really liked about him, so, you know, that Sacramento game, it looks like all the starters are coming out, including Kaminga. And then Sacramento kind of comes back and we have a sequence where there's maybe 90 seconds left in a meaningless preseason game where it looks like the Warriors have to close it out. And Kurt turns back to the bench and brings Kaminga back in. I loved that. I loved what it what it showed for Kerr and Kaminga. I loved what Kerr was trying to establish with Kaminga and giving him that kind of confidence. So, yep, couldn't be more right. The CP3 stuff, I like the stories, you know? We were locked yeah. in that you coaching echo chamber forever, you know, because right. he only had one appearance, yeah. and we're all super upset. Yeah. And then now we've got all these other stories. He's he's going to San Quinn, Bonte, on his own. He's taking 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. flights back to work out with Steph. So, you know, do we know, will it definitely work out? No, but we've got some signs, you know, going in the right direction. Um, here's right. a couple of things that I'll add. I like seeing GP2 have his bounce back. You know, he, the, the, mm. he's jumping out of the gym again. Yeah. He's contesting yeah. big men again. He's finishing lobs yep. again. So what that could mean. And then also Pazinski. Hi. So you know how crazy I am. He didn't have the yeah, best. Angles, dude, you know, and yeah. so I, I may yeah, or may yeah. not have lost my mind a little bit, but I'm on board now. He looks like a veteran and it looks like he's going to be an incredible source of rebounds and smart play. So I'm on board, man. Things I like. So before I get to pods, uh, uh, you mentioned GP two, and I got to go back to media day because, you know, we're sitting there doing the Django stuff when we're running all the almost for NBC. And so I get a, a quick chat with these guys and it's all positive And, you know, I really like this group. Like the great thing about the Warriors and winning championships, they generally have had good dudes on a roster, right? Really sure. good dudes on a roster. And in and, and this roster, the same thing, man. Draymond, Steph, you know, Clay. Like these guys are cool dudes when you get to talk to them. Um, I know the perception of what we see on the floor changes a lot of people's minds, but one-on-one, these guys are awesome. And, you know, what they do in their communities is great. GP2 was talking about this summer, and he was just like, you know, uh, he was talking about outside lands, like the first festival he was, he's really been to. He's like, man, it was a vibe. It was a vibe. And, you know, he was energetic, and he had that, had that swagger back, right? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I was just like, man, what, what do you think? And he goes, man, we're 11 deep, dog. We're 11 deep. Let's go. And we got all these different weapons. So I thought about it. It's like, okay, you have a lot of different parts here, 11 deep. 
I could see it. Now, obviously, Steve Kerr in the playoffs, you're going to shrink that rotation or whatnot. But to get through a regular season and maybe get through a playoff run and have different matchups or different options, um, I, I, it was intriguing to hear that from GP2. And like you said, Bram, he does have that bounce back. He was banged up last year, man. I don't think he was ever healthy when he got up to Portland. So um, it, it could be very interesting with if he is healthy and he's back with, with Wiggins and Kaminga sends to be this really good wing perimeter defender. You know what I'm saying? So yes. th- that light up right there could be nasty. So um, I'm very, very eager to see what GP2 do, uh, GP two does this season because he was such a key cog in that championship year when they beat Boston in six. God, I thousand percent yes and i'm i'm stuttering because i love the idea of you just kind of being behind the scenes during media day and you've done it so often now the things i imagine have slowed down you know you're not nervous about what the next thing is you're not nervous about making conversations with these guys and so now you can kind of look around and soak it in any other off the court reports for us what other things stuck out for media day Off the record, yeah, Joe Lakers said he's going to buy the Oakland A's and Giants. No, I knew kidding. it. Yeah, there you go. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, but no, the, the vibes are good. And and, and Pods, Pajimski, you bring him up. Very interesting. I do like his pace in the preseason. I, I, figure, I figure when everybody was freaking out about Summer League, and look, he may still spend some time down in Santa Cruz. It's not the worst thing in the world. Sure. But if he doesn't, I think just being around better players and playing with better players. Think about Summer League bunch of 18, 19, 20, 21-year-olds who don't really know how to play the game at this level yet. And then you got the veterans who are trying to make a roster, so they know the games are on ESPN or NBA TV, and they're trying to show out. You're not, you know, it's going to be a struggle at times. And he did struggle trying to, you know, blow by guys at times or finish in the paint. He'll be better with the spacing that better players provide. So I, I, I think – you know, some people thought maybe you got the next Nico Mannion, who, uh, Mannion, who uh, obviously didn't stick with the Golden State Warriors. It's not a knock on him. He's a very young player. He may resurface in the NBA one day. But Pods looked like he got some game. And like you said, he could rebound for his size. Um, nice little handle. Gets the team in the right set. I'm very intrigued with Pods. Very intrigued. Because I know a lot of people wanted some other players uh, outside of Brandon Pajimski. And, you know, I'm not going to lie. I didn't watch much Santa Cruz basketball, or excuse me, Santa Clara basketball last year under Herb Sendak. I didn't. I just, you know, so it's a wait and see deal. But I it, the signs are definitely pointing up for pods uh after this pre after the first three games of the preseason. Check you out dropping Herb Sendak just randomly there. Herb Sendak, baby. I mean, oh, State. I mean, Come on. I didn't have that Come knowledge on, at all. Come on, at all. Baby. So you hundred percent beat me Come there. On. Uh here, last thing I like, and it just struck me as you were saying this. You know what I like, man? That we are a week away from real NBA games, and we're talking about basketball, basketball not about punches, basketball. not about yeah. what happened randomly in a practice, not about if a video is going to be leaked. You know, like the, they are actually poised to to win or lose based on their skill set, not on what's going on in the locker room, which I just love. But let's go to our golden questions, man. All, All right. right, so. This is our mailbag. It always deals with the Warriors. Occasionally gets personal. This one has a couple of random ones in here, but it starts with a Warriors question, and here's the first. Uh, Quote, CP3 seems like the keystone to the Warriors season. Let me pause there for a second. Keystone is always just a solid phrase. I'm not positive what it means, but I think I do. Picking it back up. What signs should we be looking for as the season goes on to figure out if his experiment is working? So what do you think, Bonte? What should we be looking for, dude, as the, as the, the season rolls out? Are they winning and what does it look like? You know, it's 
Because until we see them play, and I know we're all eager to see this, whether he starts or comes off the bench, to me, it's not even about that. It's about who's finishing the game. What five is on the floor? And if they're not winning, that person who's not on the floor, will that person kind of mope behind the scenes? Will they complain about it? What's going to happen here? How do they get off? I think going on the road for seven of the first nine is perfect for this team. We're going to mm-hmm. find out right away, okay, the cohesion, the chemistry, the connectivity that they all talk about throughout training camp. Um, and so that's – if they're winning and he embraces the role, and I think he has. I, I Chris Paul's no dumb, and he's a Hall of Fame point guard. Yep. He realizes the opportunity that he has. Um, I don't think – I don't think it's going to be an issue one way or the other, but are they winning, and what does it look like? Because mm-hmm. – as we found out during the Drew Holiday rumors, you can make a trade. You can you can trade Chris Paul right now um, if, if, if they want it for whatever. I mean, obviously, you're going to make a deal with somebody, but he is trade eligible. So um, are they winning early on? And what does it look like? That would be my answer for that because we, we all, we're all anticipating this, right, Brad? Like, we don't know Ooh, what's going to yeah. happen with CP3. Oh, no, you're on the money, and I'll. So I'm going to adopt your answer. Are they winning? What does it look like? And what does it sound like? What stories are coming out? Because he is a media vet, you know. And I, I think there's going to be some experimentation in these first couple of months. I think Kerr is going to kind of figure out what his rotations are, and if right. there is, you know, if it doesn't go exactly as we want, and they have kind of a slow start to the season, but all the stories are still positive. There are signs the experiment's going real well. You know, that, that he is, mm-hmm. is, he is willing to roll with the punches. So that's what I'm looking right. for. Um, so if you could go back and here, let me, let me set up both sides of this. Um, on one side, we now know that Drew Holiday could have been gotten, you know, then, and the Warriors put all their chips into the middle of the table with the CP3 trade before we learned that. But we also mm-hmm. now, since the trade has been made, Kerr's come out and said, you know what? This is the exact dude we need. He's come out here, showed all this leadership. You know, he is, he is ready to go. So it leads to this question. Bonte, if you could, I'll call this a magic button question. If you had a magic button, you could press it right now and you could make it so that the Warriors traded for Drew Holiday, not CP3. Would you press it? Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, without seeing it, because it may look completely different. Like Drew Holiday may not have been a guy that's tough. It's true. Holiday is such a good defender. Oh, and he's younger. And is he coming off that stuff, bench? Dude. I mean, you here, know, to... it's, 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 it, I mean, I have to go with the younger player. Yeah. I think, and it's no knock on Chris Paul. It's no knock on Chris Paul. Chris Paul's going into Springfield, Massachusetts. I do think he could, he could contribute to a big part of the success this season. I really do. Point guard. He's going to get this team in a right set. He can hit an open shot. He shot 37 and a half percent from three last year. He hit the open jumper. I got I got no issues with Chris Paul, you know, from from everything on the floor to how he's going to fit with this roster. But you look at Drew Holiday's age, the defender he is at the stage of his career. Um, he is a champion. He did help Milwaukee win a championship. Um, it's hard. To, it's hard not to say no to that. Like I'm probably pushing that button and saying, "Give me Drew," and well, it's no. not a knock on Chris Paul. Of I think ninety five percent of the Warrior fans would do that. I mean, unfortunately, I think I agree with you, right? So, I mean, I've spent the last, I don't know, six weeks, however long it's been since we heard the CP3 trade was made, doing everything I can to justify it, 
and I've bought myself into it now, you know, like I've, I've completely flipped over. I think he's a great addition. I have this idea of like this season's like the expendables movie series in my mind. And like one more mission for these guys who have seen it all already. <laughs> but all of that said, Drew Holiday was all NBA defensive team last year. I mean, last year. And, you know, his his health concerns aren't quite there. So I would probably press the magic button, but I still love having CP3 here. All right, let's. Yeah. There's no knock on CP, man. There is no knock on that. I I mean, it's tough to argue with that. If we didn't know, like, wow, Drew Holiday, and he's going to make the Celtics special. That's That's a special unit out there. And let's not get it twisted. The question is not, are we upset that CP3 is here? No, no, no. I, yeah. you know, I, yeah, think, yeah. I think he's a huge yeah. addition. It's just as compared to the all-NBA defensive team younger guard, maybe we would go with Drew. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Here's our first personal one, and I'm interested to see what your question is or what your answer is. Quote, if you're telling a story to a group of four people and one of them has already heard that story, do you keep going or do you keep the story in pocket? And I find, dude, I find this, I, I run into this scenario <laughs> so frequently, Bonte, so frequently. And the, the one I can handle for sure is my wife. She's heard all my stories. She's so tired of all of them. And I'm just used to just like, you know, barreling forward through that. It is what it is. But if it's somebody else, let's say it's you. And I know you've heard a story before and we're with three other people who haven't. I'll, I'll split the difference. I'll tell it. But I'll tell it hell of weak sauce because I'm, I'm I know that you've already know what like punchlines are coming. Right. I can't really underline the things right. I want. So I I kind of split the difference. What's your move there? Oh man. Oh my gosh, that's a great question. If I know one, you know, honestly, I try to speed through it. So I start <laughs> talking so fast. That's exactly right. And I, you know, I, I talk so fast. Oh my gosh, I gotta. I just rat a tat tat everything. And it's like, wait, I'm not even making sense because I'm so cognizant of that person who knows the story. I don't want to just bore them by standing there and say, Hey, I'm going to do this word for word. Or I get, I get worried about that person who does know the story interrupting that story and be like, all right, yeah. And this and that, and this and that. And it just kind of get you to, you know what I mean? You get what I'm saying? Like when they just start, they they just tell it for you and they do it in a condescending (laughs) way. It was like, Dude, the story sucks. We heard it a million times. Well, these three <laughs> people haven't heard it. So that that's that's my issue in the big group. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, like <laughs> dude, of course I do. It happens all the time. Well, and so. if it's a story I've been telling for a while. I've gotten yep. good at making it seem like I'm just coming up with things right now, you know, like like it's off the cuff, yeah. even though it's not. And that's the no. other thing I'm really worried about revealing. Because that other person right. knows my vocal inflections and they're gonna realize, like, oh, wait a minute, that's exactly as he told it last time. Right. So it's a right. uh it's a scanless scenario. I'll leave it that way. It, it is. But you know what? I have no problem telling the story over, especially if it's good. If it's oh, sure. good and somebody's interrupted me, and I'm like, all right, you're a hater. All right, don't be a hater. Like, <laughs> let, let, let's just come on, man. Let me let me do my thing, man. People are laughing at it. It's running material, perfect icebreaker, <laughs> like whatever, whatever the case may be. But it depends who you're with. If that person's going to be a hater, interrupt you, 
then I don't want to tell the story. I'm going to speed through it and be like, ah, this next time, dude, it's not a big deal. But then obviously that becomes awkward because those three people are interested even more. And I was like, wait, what are you talking about? I want to hear a story. Wait, why aren't you telling me the story? Now I want to know. Now I want to know. Now I want to know. So it's, that's a tough situation to be in, man. Wow. What a question. Oh, it's solid. a question. It's solid. I got, I got one more like this for you down the line. Oh, man. Last thing I'll say here, I'll try to cut the haters legs out from under him before I started like, well, as I was already telling Bonta, you know, like you'll, yeah, you'll touch yeah, right, base. Right, like, right, well, right. No, yeah. you know, and then, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then see where it goes. All right. Back to the Warriors. Okay. So this question is quote, will this be a third year breakout season for Jonathan Kaminga? And we kind of talked about this. A moment yeah. ago, but that's a little overarching, right? Like I'll say yes, but let's break it down into specifics. So I've broken this down into some over-unders. Okay. So last year, JK played 20.8 minutes per game over under mm. for minutes a game this year. I put it at 24. What do you take? I'll take the over. I say he, he averages, what oh, is going to be close? It's going to be a close one. He'll hit the number, but it's going to be really close. I don't see him averaging more than 25 minutes a game unless, knock on wood, yep. a litany of injuries just all of a sudden hit the Warriors, right? And every sudden Wiggins and Clay and, you know, Steph and Draymond, they're all out. It's like, oh, yeah, well, somebody has to play. But I'm like, I'm going to go 24. There's going to be some ebbs and flows. There are going to be some games where he gets 30. There's going to be some games where he plays 8 to 10. Uh, there might be some games he plays by who I, I don't know how Steve Kerr is going to manage this, but I'm going to go with the over with ever so slightly, man. That's, that's a heck of a number right there. Uh, I, yeah, I could see it hitting over 23.8, 23.7 wouldn't be shocking to me, but it, it's going to be around that 23 to 24 minute range. So I, I lean the over here, Brent. Yeah, I'm with you. I think if we asked Kerr if the season went exactly as you wanted it, you know, everyone got the exact amount of right. minutes you were hoping they got. I think it'd be about 24, 25 for JK, mm -hmm. you know, for all the reasons I, you just I said. Would, I would agree. Yeah. And I'll hedge optimistically over next one points per game. All right. So he averaged 9.9 .9 last year. I put the number on this one 13.5. So. Mm -hmm. <laughs> About a three and a half point jump. He's currently leading the league in uh, in scoring for what it's worth at 26.7 during the preseason. I'll take this one first. Ah, I'm this is a homer take, Monte. Actually, a jump from 10 to 13.5 is actually a pretty significant jump. Um, even though mm -hmm. it doesn't seem that much numerically, no, but I'll is. take it. Let's no. go. I think he's set for a big year. It looks like he's made oh. the lead. I'm on board. I'll take the over, but very slight. It'll be like 14.1 or something. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, too. And the reason why I lean over, initially I leaned over, is because of the free throw shooting, right? Oh, if sure. he can get to 75%, he has the ability to get to the free throw line. If he gets consistent minutes, you know, who's to say he can't get to the free throw line four to five times a game? A couple land ones, you know, some, some hard fouls, whatever the case may be. I'm going to lean under. I'm going to go under. Oh, gosh. I don't – sucker. You know what? Unders are for suckers, Bram. Who doesn't want to root for points? Let's root for the – let's, let's go, go over, man. Let's go over. Let's go over. He has the ability to do it. The minutes is going to – if he could get 14 minutes, 14 points a game, oh, that would be a godsend. Holy smokes. Um, Yeah, I could see 10 to 13 and a half, though. My gut's telling me 13 and a half. But I don't want to root for an under, man. It's – 
I love the phrase unders are for suckers. That's just nicely played by you. The the only bet that I feel like is totally unacceptable, like the bet you should never make. And if you are making it, you need to evaluate your life. If you're that guy in the casino betting that don't pass on the craps table. Like, I mean, you don't need to be that level of a hater. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, hey, go take that online or something like that. That's the only mm -hmm. one that should never be allowed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm with you. I, I'm I, I just I, I just I just don't like them. Graham, it's just, don't you want to root for points, offense, buckets? You know, you want to root for misses? Yeah. Yeah. Who wants to watch a bunch of misses or a bunch of incompletions in football? Unders are for suckers, man. Here is the hardest question I'm going to ask you today. Will Jonathan Kaminga still be a warrior in three years? He is a restricted free agent in 2025. So up to the team this year, up to the team next year, up to him the the following year. So what do you think, man? Will this guy be a part of our lives in three years? Yes. Yes. He's a he's a good talent. He's not somebody you just let walk out of the building. A guy who has that ability, that talent. Now, if he doesn't play consistently, say by year three, he'll take his game somewhere else. You heard all the rumors this year about him showcasing himself around the league. Now I don't know how much or if there's any validity to that brand, but um, I still think he's a warrior. He's marketable. Uh, the fan base loves him. You could build around him. You could build with him if you get another star. Um, his game will age well alongside Steph's game. Um, so I, I, I like Kaminga. I, I think he'll be a warrior in three years. I love him. I really hope he is here. And I think that if he is here past the trade deadline this year, then he will still be here in three years. You know, I, mm, I that's a good if point the Warriors there. need to go like all in, right? Because there's that chance. Like if they're they're kind of around the contenders, but not quite there, and Boston and Milwaukee both look a little like a step above, it's gonna be JK mm -hmm. who gets thrown into that trade package to bring in someone. Yeah. Um, to bring yeah. in the Carl Anthony Towns of the world, who's a name I'm going to be saying throughout this season because I think the Warriors might be looking at him, but uh, we'll explore that down the line. Boy, I, you know who I wanted from that team was Nas Reed. Oh, sure. I wanted Nas Reed so bad. Yes, dude. And he's one of those guys, although he's he's gotten beyond it. There was a period of time where Nas Reed was one of those Golden State All-Stars where he didn't really kill mm -hmm. other teams, but when he played us, mm -hmm. he'd go for like 30 and 15 every mm -hmm. single time. Um, mm -hmm. but now he's starting to figure it out for other people. Here's a quick one just for you. So coach Kerr and clay are both on contract years, right? And we just heard that clay was exploring contract talks. And then those talks have been temporarily shut down because the numbers are so far apart. If Mike D gave you a call, Bonte, I need your help. You know, let's say media day in between ruining Jenga games, you have a meeting with the front office and they're like, we don't know what to offer clay. What should we give him? What advice do you give? Hey, man, give Clay, make him feel good. Lock him up and tell him that, hey, you're never, ever wearing another uniform ever again. So does that look like $25 million? Does it look like thirty? Um, I, uh, I do what you got to do. Like, what do you need for me, Mike? Because Joe Laker's got all the resources. Joe Laker will sign a check, right? Would you pay um, that if they said should we give him thirty? Would you say yes? Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to say no to Clay Thompson. Yeah, I mean Bob Myers wasn't lying on ESPN. That's a tough situation to be in. If Clay has the type of season that he hit, say he has the same type of season that he had last year, and he shot forty-one percent from three, and he led the league in threes. Now, did he get tired? Did he get worn down? Did he take some bad shots against the Lakers? Absolutely. All those things are true. Uh, was he in the bed to come into the season? 
he wasn't in five on five shape, you know, because of the lack of scrimmaging. And I get why you don't want to scrimmage mentally. I, I, I don't blame him for that. I, I, that's a hard thing. I understand it. You know, the human element saying, Hey, I just want a championship. I just spent my last two years rehabbing. Yep. I want a summer off. I want to go jump in the water somewhere. So um, it will be hard to turn down Clay if he produces the same type of season he did a year ago. I mean, he was your best player in January or March. Those are two of the best offensive months he's ever had in his career. Now, right. shot selection could be a problem at times. I want to see him get better with that. Uh, defensively, he's not the same defender. How could he be? Um, could he guard the post? Well, we'll see. Um, but in the league that values shooting, and there's a premium on shooting, and the fact that nobody can ever double off of Clay Thompson, why wouldn't you want to give him 25 to 30 a year in today's game? I mean, he's an absolute sharpshooter. He's one of the best shooters ever. <laughs> you make sure guys like that never leave your organization. So that's where I'm at with Clay. That's what I would tell Dunleavy. That would be my pitch to him. And hopefully he'd be able to soak that in and say, you know what, Bonsai, hey, you're right about that. Here's the money, Clay. Let's go. Instead, Mike Dunleavy looks at you, squints, and goes, didn't I see you booing me at about 2002, 2003 from the stands? Uh, the advice I'd give Mike D, it would be basically, look, there's going to be a new CBA that's coming down the pike, and 20 to $30 million now is going to be way less under the collective bargaining agreement that's probably coming, and Clay deserves it, right. so give it to yep. him. And keep yep. him in here. No Here's our, our last personal question, man, and then I'm going to hit some quick hitter warrior stuff and let you get out of here. But if you are out in public, and the people next to you, let's say you're at a restaurant and the table next to you are talking about sports. Do you listen in and then get upset when they're wrong? Because I do that everywhere I go. Like anytime I'm I ever at to. any restaurant. I used to. I used to. Not anymore? Really and you stopped it? That. Yeah, I just kind of listen. And I'll tell my girl, that's actually not accurate. It's that's exactly what I do. That's exactly I, what I, I don't do. even yeah, But I don't get mad about it no more. I was like, oh, he doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I do that. So mean. That's so I do mean. Every when, time when, I, when it comes to sports, man, I've always been like that. Like I hear sports now. Oh, my ears get bigger, and I want to hear what they're talking about. They're talking about the game. So then you look for ways to kind of jump into their conversation. Yep. Nowadays, I don't look for that. I just I kind of just listen. If I hear something, I'm like, oh, okay, huh? And I tell Anna, yeah, he's 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 on the money with that. He's right. So and so, boom, 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 boom. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm one of those people. <laughs> I lean over to Erica and I'll start and she'll immediately be like, I don't care. It's like, I don't know why you're listening to them. I don't know why you're telling me. I'm yeah. just over why you here. But <laughs> here's the, the follow up. And that's the one I'm actually really interested in. So I'll keep it personal again. Um, I don't have a, uh, no, not on the morning roast, dude, but we know I've got a podcast doing well enough. And a lot of my friends know that we do this. And so now when I talk about the Warriors in general, but sports specific, I feel a weird pressure. Every time I talk about sports, I feel like I better have the best take. And if I don't, I feel like I've disappointed everybody. For you, right. do you bring that kind of shit? You know, like a, a random uh, person, you meet someone and they know who you are. Do you feel like you've got to drop fire every time you're talking about sports? No, because I think now the fact that I work in the industry and they see that tagline, does it for they you? just assume this guy knows everything. <laughs> You know, this guy is Jesus Christ in sports. Like, the, the casuals will know. That's seriously. They, they'll think that I know every little thing. And they'll ask any question and expect me to have an answer for it. So now it's not even like that. Before, yeah, I wanted to be the top dog. I wanted to be the dog who's, A, that dude knows what he's talking about. 
hey, listen to that guy, blah, blah, blah. So there was a little competition on the on the come up. Um, we all, to a certain extent, all want to be right. You know, we all want to be right. Don't, don't. Anybody says, oh, man, I'm not trying to be right all the time. No, we want our takes to hit. We want to shoot 100%. That's the goal, right? Steph wants to shoot 100% from three. Well, it would be. We know it's impossible, but we try to make the impossible possible. So, um, I yeah, I, I, I kind of step back on, you know what? My credibility now is like, okay, this guy kind of knows what he's talking about. Now, there's a lot of people who are like, you know, this guy's on the radio getting paid for nothing. He doesn't know what's, what is he talking about. Like, this guy's he's wrong all the time. And they'll keep your receipts and say you were wrong about this and that. But now I, I just, you know, I kind of just shrug it off. Like, yeah, I don't need to be that guy. Just wait till I destroy you and connect for and all your credibility is completely dashed. <laughs> all right. Last questions, man. Quick hitters. All right. All right. Just tell me the all first right. thing that comes up. How many Warriors wins this year? The first number that popped up was 48. Oh, Vegas is over under is 48.5. So you're on the money. Wow. Really? I, did, I, I swear. I did not know that. I did not know that. Wow. I thought 48. Uh, I will go 47. Rookie of the year. I say mm-hmm. Chet. Yeah, Chet's still able. I got to go Wimby, man. Wimby's special. Wimby's yeah. nasty. It's getting a little nasty saying that now. I, I thought I was like yeah. ahead of the curve before these preseason games started getting played. My like one of the things I would try to tell people about to convince them I knew what I was talking about is you know who rookie of the year is not Wemby it's going to be Chet yeah. he has all this and then now Wemby has come out and looks like human evolution you know like like literally right. looks like something we've never mm-hmm. seen before so mm-hmm. I may be wrong here that's going to be good Chet, Chet's a good pick though Chet's a good pick I appreciate you saying that finals who makes the finals I'm going to be a homer I'm going to say the Warriors and. Oh. Uh, Boston. Yeah. Uh, I no, have, no, no, no. I take that back. I got to go Milwaukee. This Milwaukee. Year. Uh, that's Milwaukee. where we'll change. I go Boston on the other side mm-hmm. of that and finish it out way too early. 2024 NBA champion will be. The go to say Warriors. <laughs> oh, let's go. Bate. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> it's going to be the dubs. Let's go. We'll be Perf. working till June. That's the goal anyway. Yeah, there you go. Uh, man, missed you, Bonte. Welcome back, man. Um, I'm been happy to have you back on my TV screen. I know I'm speaking for everybody. We're looking forward to a big season here. Uh, for Yeah, and I know we missed uh what's what's his name? The guys you work with again? Oh, yeah, no, I mean, I don't I don't remember him either, but I mean, I'm sure Mark, I'm sure there's Mark. Somewhere. Mark, the light skin guy, right? Medina, that's it. Yeah, that's that's exactly Medina. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. For yeah, yeah, yeah. people Medina. who need yeah. way more Bonte Hill in their life, where do they go? Uh, unfortunately, you can do it at your own risk, 957game.com or at Bonte Hill on Twitter or X or whatever it's called. You can find me right there. Um, yeah, we'll be back on your TV screen. We're on your airways every morning, six to ten. Morning roast, 957 a game. We're having some fun. And basketball is back in our lives. Thank the heavens. Oh, we made it, folks. We made it. <laughs> For us, uh, you want to get us an email, you want to check out our work, anything, you can go to our website, which is uh, Jenga slash connect4champion.com. <laughs> it's a long one, but it's worth checking out with Adam I Go Warriors. Hopefully, see you real soon.
Good, good.